to Search Forward, a podcast for B2B marketers who are looking to grow their careers, reignite their passions for marketing, and create less stress in their day-to-day avalanche of tasks and unrealistic deadlines. Hi, I'm Alicia Miller, and I invite you to go on a journey of growth with me. I've spent more than 20 years chasing deadlines, fighting that cast of characters we serve as marketers, and was left feeling depleted and desperately seeking a solution that would give me the peace I so craved. Call me crazy, tell me it'll never work, but I found the relief I was so desperately seeking by shifting my mindset and using my marketing skills in clever ways to find the peace I was seeking and still getting to enjoy what I love, marketing. And I cannot not share this with you. Stop chasing new pastures, the grass is never greener. It just presents the same problems in different ways with different faces. In this podcast, we will have deep conversations with all levels of marketing professionals, internal clients, including the difficult ones, and leaders that will shake up how you think about your career in marketing, uncover new ways to tame the crazy, and give you strategies that will light up that passion for marketing you once had all while aligning yourself to your organizational's growth goals that will make your career soar. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to dive in and surge through. Welcome back to Search Forward. I hope you enjoyed the first episode and hopefully it got your mind thinking about how you interact with your leaders and your internal clients. Driving your productivity, your impact, and your influence are the three core elements I'm going to be focusing on through this podcast series. All of these are a driving force on your overall happiness with your career and the growth of your career. Influence is one that I believe we can only change if we change our core beliefs of how we fit into the larger picture and work to change the belief of how others see us. Both of those things are not easy to change, and they take a lot of time to edge your way towards flipping that script. So, what script am I referring to? You know, the script that comes at you every day. You know, it is the immediate reaction to receiving a new rush deadline. What do you do? You probably move it to the top of your list. You shift your focus and work on beast mode to get that thing done on top of a pile of other deadlines and tasks, even if it seeps into your evening. It is the receiving of projects with direction that Don't allow you to insert your expertise. What do you do when you get a project like this? Do you tell yourself they don't want to hear what you have to say? So instead of fighting the fight, you are just going to execute it like you've been asked to. You know, it's that belief that being a high performer, slaying every deadline and moving through every request is going to end in some sort of recognition, promotion, or acknowledgement. But I think many of us have experienced that this is not the case. So just how do you change that script so that you are driving towards the goals you want to achieve? You really need to understand where you want to go first. 
And many of us, when we get asked that question, you know, it's, hey, I want to be respected and I want to climb the ladder and I want to be happy again. And I really think you can help uh, picture your dream job by starting with understanding what outcomes you want. Do you want that promotion? Or do you simply just want to be the best at where you're at? You know, maybe you don't want to climb the ladder. Maybe you just want to be in a position where you feel like you excel every day and just get acknowledged for that and compensated for that. You know, do you want to be part of creating the strategies? Now, a lot of us do, but some of us don't. Some of us just want to execute. Those are two very different paths, two very different visions, but you need to understand what you want in order to start changing things. Do you want to be a partner with your internal clients or maybe only some of them? You know, that that could be the case. And again, you know, everybody is going to have a different picture of what this dream job looks like. And that's okay. You really need to dig in and be real with yourself. What exactly do you want? After you ask these questions, I think it's really useful to create a vision board. A lot of people do this for their life in general. And, you know, it's a great activity at the beginning of the year when you're thinking about your goals for the year. But it can be for your job as well. And it really helps you start to get past the fog of any stress and frustration that you're having. Um, and just kind of let go of that. And it could be as simple as writing it down in a journal or recording your thoughts on a phone, but it allows you to get a clear uh, vision on what you really want in order to start backing into how to transform your ability to influence the right people for the right things that are going to drive your happiness in your career and your overall goals for growth everyone's going to have a different view of what's important to them and what they really don't care about. There's no right or wrong answer here. As long as you're being true to you, don't create a vision you think your boss wants. Don't create a vision you think your partner wants or what you think your friends and colleagues want. This is your story. So make it true to you. So. One of the things that I promise to you guys is I'm realistic and um, I'm not by any means telling you that you can just flick a switch or wave a wand and make this vision come true. This is going to take work. This is going to take time. This is going to take commitment. So you have to ask yourself if you, you are in on this. I offer a thought-provoking conversation of how to get there. But if you're not ready to challenge the way you think and how you show up every day, no approach, no roadmap, process, planner, anything is going to help you change that script. So are you all in? Because I hope so, because I'm just going to keep talking and hopefully you won't turn off the podcast. So 
let's take this head on and talk about the elephant in the room. Which one you say? Nah, there's a couple of them, you know, and I want to talk through some of these because a lot of you are just getting ready to turn off the podcast and like this girl has no idea what she's talking about. So yeah, like I know internal clients or leaders who simply just don't respect marketing or you, and they think you're just task takers or the arts and crafts department can be a challenge. I know you're tired. You're too overworked to even think about working on influence, which will ultimately lead to more work. But there are ways that you can set yourself up and rethink that script. And maybe you've lost your spark, your passion, or your belief in yourself, and you're just ready to find a greener pasture because you're done. You're done fighting the fight. I'm going to touch on each of these. And then I want to dive deeper into each of them in future episodes so we can really find ways to overcome these challenges. The first one that I talked about is your internal clients and leaders not respecting you or not respecting what marketing brings to the table. This happens a lot, and I feel like it's much more prevalent um, in the sales enablement space if you have not positioned yourself as a strategic partner. This is, you know, at the core where influence can make such a big difference. Um, it's about working to change how others image of you has shaped your image of yourself so that you can flip that script. You know, the way you think about yourself changes how you interact with people and how people interact with you changes how you think of yourself. So there's a lot of work here because you have to really work both sides and show up for yourself in order to consistently change. And I feel like it's even more challenging in this post-COVID return to office or not world because everything's virtual. You don't have the ability to just pop into somebody's office or have that casual conversation to build some personal relationship and rapport. So you really need to kind of start inward, I think, in this virtual environment and start working on your confidence. You know, take the time to understand your worth. How are you impacting revenue, market share, growth, and how are you impacting that for your internal clients and leaders in a way that can be meaningful and that they're going to appreciate and, you know, be excited about? How can you create strong habits that are going to support your ability to showing your worth? Like, what do you need to show up and do every day to start moving towards the influence of them hearing what you have to bring to the table? And a lot of this, I think, spurs off to building a foundation that supports you. So when work shifts you are ready to prioritize whatever matters and will make the most impact on your influence in your career and not just the newest deadline. And finding some something to ground you. Like we all know that, okay, you could show up for yourself and your partners consistently, but you're going to get derailed. You know, something's going to happen, whether it be something in your personal life, something at work, um, you're just having an off day and you, you just can't handle the, the, the stress and the onslaught that day. 
But even if you get de- derailed, you need to find your way back so you can keep progressing towards your vision. So finding something that grounds you is really, really important. The other thing that we talked about is just being tired. You're tired, you're overworked. You can't even think about adding one more thing to your plate, much less like trying to have stronger influence on these people, because the more influence that you have, the more work you're going to have. And it's going to be harder work, right? Let's be honest. You know, if you move from a task taker to a strategic partner, like it's going to take a lot of strategic thinking and creative thinking. And, you know, you're going to need to be at your best. mindset and you're going to have to take care of your well-being in order to handle that work and perform at a high level. And when I say I've been there, done that, I have to say, like, I've been tired. I've been overworked. I have been at the end of my rope. And I can tell you, you need to take care of yourself first. Your mindset and well-being is at the core of any progress that you're going to make. And if you're not okay, then you need to do what you need to do to be okay. I believe strongly this is completely in your control. And sometimes you just can't see it because you're in the thick of it. But you have deadlines. You need to deliver quality work. But at the end of the day, you get to choose what you spend your time on. I know you're shaking your head like, what the heck are you talking about? I have deadlines. I have, you know, things that I need to meet to get and, you know, complete my job and be performing. And what I'm talking about is simply rethinking how you approach every day. Those deadlines that are unrealistic, that mountain of work that has you blurring the lines between home and work, you know, What if you could streamline those things? What if you took the time to build templates, tools, boilerplate frameworks, whatever you need to empower yourself to flip them and to clear that noise? I mean, yes, another thing to work on, but even just a small amount of work each day would add up and allow you to start streamlining those things so it's not sucking the energy out of you and your passion out of you. Then you could use the best hours of your day to work on things that had a high impact on your career and your passion, which would totally change the game, right? And my guess is you wouldn't be that tired anymore. You may be tired, but it's going to be a different kind of tired because you're going to be doing what you love and you're going to be feeling like you're actually making a real impact and not just checking off things on a list. It sounds insane. I know, but how you choose to spend your time is up to you and nobody even really needs to know. You don't have to say no. They don't need to know you're using a template. They don't need to know you're using boilerplate. All they need to know is that you're delivering them a high quality deliverable within deadline. And you know how to do high quality work. So if you build a high quality toolkit, it could really be a game changer for you. 
After those two things, you know, talking about influencing your partners to stop looking at you as a task taker and being tired, you might say, hey, I've just lost my spark, my passion, my belief of myself. I'm ready to get out of here. I need to find a new environment. I'm ready to find that greener pasture. I'm going to caution you to not make a rash decision. Remember I said I've been there, done that. Job hopping is not always the answer. I tried that solution many times, and I promise you it is not always greener on the other side. They seem like the same challenges, just different faces, different names, and you end up right back where you were. And it might be within a couple weeks. It might be three to six months. It might take a year. But you'll find you will most likely find yourself in the same place, so frustrated that you made the change and nothing really changed. So really try to assess if you're looking at things through refreshed eyes. Could it be better where you're at? Is there potential here? I'm not saying you shouldn't move companies or shift positions. You know, if you're in a toxic environment, by all means, get out of there. Life is too short to endure mental and emotional abuse at work. And again, yes, I've been there, done that, and I would never do that again. You need to put yourself first. But if you're so burnt out and you desperately need to start over, then maybe changing jobs could be a path forward for you to be able to flip that script from day one and start with a fresh perspective, no preconceived ideas of who those internal clients and leaders are, and they have no preconceived ideas of who you are, you know, so you can kind of start fresh and implement immediately. So that you're establishing your influence from the very beginning. You're establishing your confidence from the very beginning. But I have to say, if that's the route that you're going to go, you really need to work on how you assert yourself in those situations. So it starts off in a very collaborative partnership type of way, rather than you coming in and just being like, hey, I'm a marketer. I know what I'm doing and you need to do X, Y, and Z. That could come off a little harsh and people could resist. And we'll dig into that and talk about resistance and how to approach these things a lot deeper as we move forward. You know, it could be useful though um, to start fresh Even if it's, you know, not because you're just so burnt out and desperate, but maybe you've been somewhere for three or four years and you feel that the way others view you has gone on for so long that there's a lot of undoing that needs to happen and that it's going to take too much work that you're not willing to do. So, you know, all in all, like just reflect, take the time to reflect before you make a decision to switch companies and really think about, again, what your vision is of where you want to go and what you want to do and what this dream job of yours looks like and how influence 
can help you achieve those goals. Because at the end of the day, you need your leaders and your internal clients to be on the same page and to be rooting for you for what that dream job looks like. And if you don't know what that vision is and you don't know how you need to influence others to get to that dream job, and you don't know how you need to show up for yourself, then it's really not going to matter where you go or what approach you use. You're going to struggle finding that happiness and that, you know, balance or integration um, between your work life and your home life. I hope that all of this like really resonated with you and made you see that, like, I get it. Like being in the marketing world can be a real struggle. And the way to find a balance in your happiness comes into how you think about yourself, how you think about your work, how you interact with your internal partners and leaders, and in turn, how they see you. And that will change the way that you, A, make an impact that's going to create incredible growth for you, Um, whether it's climbing the ladder or just being a rock star in your career. And it's going to change the way you feel every day. And you know, hopefully get you to a place where you're not exhausted and frustrated and just trying to run that marathon every day and feeling like you're never getting to the end. This podcast is meant to make you think through these things. So I challenge you, since we're just starting this journey, to start working on what that picture looks like for your dream job. Is it the promotion? Are you just trying to be a rock star in your subject matter area? What does it look like? What does a day look like for you? Write it down, put it up on a wall, put it on a whiteboard, think it out, you know, and take some time really crafting it so that you know where you want to go and what's really going to make this work. So. If you want to hear more and you want to be a part of digging into this, make sure you tune in every two weeks. I'm going to be bringing you different interviews with leaders and marketers and uh, internal partners and people that I've collaborated with who help change influence and help advocate for themselves. And in between, we're going to have like deep dives on a lot of this stuff to really start thinking differently. And everybody's journey is going to be different, but these conversations can help you start working out like what this looks like for you and how you might be able to change the script in a realistic way. Because We want to make sure your time here at Search Forward is actually going to impact your everyday. And that means we have to be real about what a lot of these situations look like. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to the many episodes that are ahead of us and all the wonderful thought-provoking conversations we're going to have. Um, And I am so excited 
for the impact that it's going to help you and your job search for. hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm really excited to bring these to you. If you haven't taken a peek, run over to findyoursurge.com and look at all the new and great tools that I have made available to you. We've got the Octo Planning System, a system that helps guide you through finding those things that are going to impact your growth and your passion and work those into your weekly and daily plans through focus and time blocking strategies. I've also included and started to build out a library of ready to customize templates that you can purchase and download and make work for you you to start streamlining and gaining that extra time. Um, There is all sorts of great resources popping up here. You can also visit uh, a merchandise store that I have on Etsy at Find Your Surge and get inspirational hoodies and sweatshirts and notepads that will help inspire you and keep you on track. I'm so excited that you've joined us and I will continue to build a library that helps you succeed in this area. And I look forward to any feedback and comments that you have. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what ready to customize templates you want. And I am going to build the resources that you need to search forward. I'll see you next time.